Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Jaya Prabhu Pada Jaya Prabhu Pada Prabhu Pada Jaya Prabhu Pada Jaya Prabhu Pada Prabhu Pada Abu Bada Dila Jam Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Paridacharya Asotara Sarasya Srimad Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Kijar Jam Vishnu Pada Paramahamsa Paridacharya Asotara Sarasya Srimad Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Goswami Shila Prabhupada Kijar Ananta Koti Vaishnavindi Kijar Amacharya Shilaridasta Kur Kijar Krantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Jai Nitai Gaura Premanandi All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories, All Glories Sri Guru Gauranga Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Today morning we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 7, Chapter 4 entitled Iranyakashipu Terrorizes the Universe And today text is number 3 Tato Jagama Bhagavan Tato Jagama Bhagavan Amoganura Anugraho Vibhu Amoganugraho Vibhu Pujito Shura Vayena Pujito Shura Vayena Suya Manaha Prajeshwarei Suya Manaha Prajeshwarei Tato Jagama Bhagavan Amoganu Rahavibhu Pujito Shura Varyena Tato Jagama Bhagavan Amoga 
Powerful Lord Brahma, Amoga, without failure, Anugraha, whose benediction, Vibhu, the Supreme within this universe, Pujita, being worshipped, Asura Varyena, by the most exalted demon. Iranyakashipu, Suyamanaha, being praised, Puja Ishwarai, by many demigods, the masters of different region. Translation by Divine Grace A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada, Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation. Then Lord Brahma, who hovers infallible benedictions, departed being worshipped by the best of the demons, Hiranyakashipu, and being praised by great sages and saintly person. There is no purport. We'll read the next verse. Translation. The demon Hiranyakashipu, having thus been blessed by Lord Brahma and having acquired a lustrous golden body, continued to remember the death of his brother and therefore, he envy, therefore be envious of Lord Vishnu. Small purport. A demonic person, in spite of acquiring all the opulence possible to obtain in this universe, continues to be envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Gyananjana Shalakya Sakshur Unmilitamena Tasmai Sri Guru Venamaha 
ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತಂ ಯೇನ ಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಹಮಯ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಾಂತಿಕ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರು ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗನಾ ರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವದೂತ ಪರಿಜನಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪದಾನ್ ಸಗಗನ ಲಲಿತಾ ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತ ಶೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಂಗಿ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ಋಷಭಾನುಸುತೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಂಚಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಶ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯಹೇವಚ ಪತೀತಾಂ ಪಾವನೇಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೂನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾದ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾಡಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಬ್ಲೆಸ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ಡ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವರ್ಸ್ um so here <coughs> hiranyakashipu wanted to become immortal and then he went to the forest then he did some austerities and um, he disturbed the whole universe then finally brahma with other sages came down to see hiranyakashipu and then hiranyakashipu was given the benediction or what he wanted i mean in one sense he didn't get what he wanted but he had plan b so he had that he got somewhat close to what he wanted and iranikashipu offered a lot of prayers to brahma last last chapter we saw and now brahma fulfilled this his desire he is leaving so iranikashipu got the power got the power the position so i was thinking uh, to discuss uh, uh, what are the lessons we learned from hiranyakashipu story so far so that will be the class today so i've got uh, this uh, this as a class and got some headings on that so first thing is desire if you see a dead body doesn't have desire pretty much everyone have a desire um the lesson is you need to desire properly in this world because iranyakashipu even though a greatest demon in one sense he got his desire fulfilled so the lord within the heart of every living entity as paramatma he fulfills the desire in sense um some other he provides for every living entity he is equal in that sense so that's where we started this whole bhagavatam the supreme lord is equal to all so one want to destroy the world one want to protect the world doesn't matter the lord as a paramatma he is there just as a witnessing everything and he is sanctioning all the desires of the living entities 
so when we we need to learn how to desire properly so this is one of the purport in bhagavad gita prabhupada writes that um, the whole bhagavad gita or the whole teachings or krishna consciousness is to provide uh, the humanity what kind of desire what kind of activity they should perform this is our kind of uh, giving the knowledge this basically removing the ignorance because most of that um suffering comes from sense gratification that sense gratification comes from ignorance or false identification with the body so when one have the false identification with the body which is the cause of ignorance they try to cultivate material desires and then when they fulfill the material desire which is nothing but the sense gratification they end up in suffering this is nectar of devotion you can um, see how this whole network of how one person getting suffering so we need to have a proper desire and especially we need to cultivate spiritual desire in our life so spiritual desire is basically that we need to establish a certain kind of relationship with the supreme lord krishna and we need to identify ourselves we need to identify the lord and the relationship so this is bhakti that we understand our position in uh, trying to understand the position of the lord we also understand our position so god realization which also includes self realization right we don't separately endeavor to have self realization because when we are trying to understand krishna we understand ourselves better and then we trying to act in that relationship with krishna so that is very important in case if you desire something and you are not getting it just in the case of hiranyakashipu that he want to become immortal he had a plan which he understood okay i want to be immortal i'm going through this and finally what happened he understood that no you're not deserving that so sometimes we may desire but we don't have qualification or adhikar or maybe we don't have some um, uh, substance or you know karma or whatever it may be you know we may not deserve that thing um so what to do in that case huh so in that case we should learn to accept the plan of the lord and be satisfied what you got so in that regard one has to cultivate gratitude if we don't have gratitude we cannot accept the plan of the lord as simple as that we will go on making plan b plan c plan d like hiranyakashipu and which eventually will not make you happy and eventually what you are accepting is that i'm not accepting krishna as my master right so say for example if you are serving someone and you are asking can i do this if that person say no you cannot do it that stops the conversation now you can may say oh maybe i should can i try the other way no you no means no so then making different different plan means we are indirectly not assuming krishna as our master 
So gratitude is very important. So the seed of bhakti, the bhakti seed grows in the culture of gratitude. Every, like we have some plants which is supposed to be indoor, supposed to be in greenhouse, supposed to be outdoor, supposed to, you know, there are some environment is provided for that plant to grow. Similarly, your environment of bhakti seed to grow is gratitude. If you have gratitude in your heart, then your bhakti can grow nicely. Unless until if there is no gratitude, then you will feel dryness in your bhakti. Because you don't have the content of feeling satisfied of what you got. And otherwise you will be hankering more, you will have plans, then you will go on in that path. So basically, that is also, if you are having plan B, plan C, that nothing but you are giving an opportunity for mental speculation. You are sprouting um, uh, different kind of speculations. So we have to do, we have to work hard, we have to desire, we put our effort, but we leave rest to Krishna. So this is our philosophy, that we have to do our part, our endeavor, uh, the desire. Yes, we want to do many things for Krishna, no problem, but we have to leave rest to Krishna. One may say, how? How do we know that Krishna? So that's where um, it is recommended that we perform the principles of devotional service under the guidance of an authorized bona fide spiritual master who is a representative of the Supreme Lord. So, we don't have any confusion in that regard because you are accepting the bona fide spiritual master means that you are following the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master. So then when you are engaging, when you are desiring, when you want to do, so uh, you make plan. So in that regard, Prabhupada also explained that every devotee or every a member of Krishna conscious should be independently thoughtful at the same time, subordinately serving. Now one may say, very contradiction in nature, that, so otherwise, uh, what we can do is, what, what we can explain is, within the realm of fencing, where Prabhupada is there, we have to exercise, exercise our independent thoughtfulness. Right? That means, like, um, for example, if you have a child or playing something, you leave the child in the park, but then you tell the child, there is a fence, don't go outside the fence. You can do whatever you want inside the fence. You have the freedom to do what inside the fence. Because why? When you go outside, you may hit by a car. Simple as that. So then, similarly, we have our guidelines of our Siddhanta, of Gaudiya Siddhanta, you know, that Prabhupada has given a vision, Prabhupada has given, you know, all this, and the Acharyas have given the programs for us. Within that, we can cultivate our own idea of spreading Krishna consciousness the way we wanted, but still under the guidance of uh, authorities. So that's why we need to develop this kind of gratitude, this kind of mood in order our bhakti to grow. So that is desire. Second, compare and doing austerity. So here if you see Hiranyakashipu, First of all, compared his position with Brahma. He understood Brahma is the topmost of the living being, according to him, and most people think like that. 
but we know that Brahma is just a secondary creator. He is not the primary creator. And comparing him, he understood, okay, Brahma got this position by doing austerity. So let me do that. So this is one of the diseases of a mind that we want to compare with someone. Mm? And performing austerity and meditation with wrong intention. Uh, so in our, in our bhakti, for example, bhakti is simple. We hear a lot. Bhakti is easy, bhakti is simple. But application of bhakti is difficult. Uh, whether you agree or not. Uh, we know, we say chant and be happy, but to chant attentively, to get up morning, to spend that, you know, um, endeavor, that energy that I want to chant attentively, focus in our chanting, it takes, it takes some effort, it, it is not easy. So, when you do that kind of austerity, when you do certain kind of extraordinary or going out of your comfort zone, you are going to attract people or you may disturb some people. Example of this case, if you see Hiranyakashipu, when he started austerity, no one was bothered. But then when he is in the peak of his austerity, he disturbed the whole universe. Every single demigod knew that this guy is doing something. So they were going to Brahma and asking. So our austerity in the process of bhakti going to get some recognition. There is no doubt about. But then, how are you going? That that should not fuel your wrong intention, or that should not fuel you to have puffed up personality or mentality. That should be your purification. You should always remember this: that any amount of austerity, any amount of um, penance. It's for my own purification. It is not for your recognition or fame. And you will get in the path of bhakti, you will be recognized. There is no doubt. You stick along for some years, people will know you. People will come to you. People will recognize you. People will appreciate you. People will give rewards, fame, name. Everything will be thrown at you. But then, how are you going to take it? Huh? Without proper understanding of what your position is, before, with, without proper understanding that this is just an instrument, we are just an instrument. Krishna says, Maam Anusmara Yuddhacha, you just think of me and do this activity, Arjuna. You are just an instrument. Uh, you are not doing it. Everything is decided, everything is done. You are just carrying out this activity on the basis of my order. Krishna says, this is buddhi yoga. Use your intelligence and do my order. And if you do that, that is buddhi. You are the perfect way of using your intelligence. That you are executing the orders of the spiritual master in that case. So, that purification, how do we know that when we are performing bhakti, uh -huh, so, one may come with the wrong desire, as I said, in our bhakti, not everyone come to Krishna consciousness with a proper desire or proper understanding. Right? We come with certain kind of intention. Even Krishna says that karma mishra bhakti, jnana mishra bhakti or yoga mishra bhakti. But then how do we uh, uh, correct ourselves? So maybe, maybe we may be having a wrong desire, 
but we still performing our austerity or engaging in the devotional service in bhakti yoga you can only understand and purify when you have association of pure devotees simple as that in the process of performing bhakti the process is so potent that when you associate with pure devotees that is serving the pure devotees so prabhupa says in the first canto that bhagavat there is two kinds of bhagavat is there one is book bhagavat and personal bhagavat so a person bhagavat is nothing but a representative of the book bhagavat but then when you serve the person bhagavat uh, your inclination to hear about krishna actually manifest in your heart if you lack taste in hearing taste in chanting simple serve a devotee serve the spiritual master serve a pure devotee uh, we get so many people coming here so we serve when you serve then you develop kind of affinity to hear and you develop the taste and then when you serve the book bhagavat all that is disturbance nashta prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya we read every day bhagavatam here when we serve bhagavatam which is nothing but the manifestation of a, of a pure devotee when you read bhagavatam you are nothing but serving shila prabhupada which is again a person bhagavat so in that case when you serve the bhagavat either a person or the book recommended book person bhagavat then your heart get purified you get taste for hearing you get taste for chanting then you can see your heart cheto darpana marjanam you can you know you know that is something happening within you then your inclination for um proper desire actually manifests you will continue because one may come with a wrong desire and then once the desire get fulfilled then you will not continue bhakti you will leave bhakti simple as that because my agenda is got over then what take off that's it but then when you understand when you going through that process and if you put little bit of sincerity in what you are doing right just that say there are there are moments in our krishna consciousness when we are engaged in krishna consciousness maybe we are doing it as mechanical but there are certain subtle moments that this will please krishna or you know you feel that you are humble you are grateful you are thinking okay this is for the pleasure of krishna that moment is you need to fan that moment you need to actually uh flame that because that is a that is the like kind of a pilot switch for your purification <laughs> you know you want that to happen throughout your krishna consciousness so in the association you get purified even if you come with a wrong desire but you perform the austerity and don't compare don't compare that certain person is doing certain kind of austerity it may not applicable to your psychophysical nature some may be very physical some may be very shastric some may be very uh, inclined to deity worship some may be very cooking so find your interest in krishna consciousness because we know we have nava vidha bhakti hearing chanting remembering worshiping 
Not that, you know, everyone is perfecting. We know certain devotee is perfected in certain bhakti. Some hearing, okay, Parishit Maharaj, you know, glorifying Sukhdev Maharaj. And there are 12 Mahajans. Why these people are there? Because they are not, uh, okay, this person is doing everything. No, he is perfected in that area. Similarly, we should understand that there are certain things which I can do, certain things which I cannot do. And I am appreciating the person who I cannot do is doing. <laughs> so we should be able to cultivate and understand where is my nature or my dharma within my Krishna consciousness and try to work on that so that you can able to be satisfied. This is the whole purpose of Varnashram, right? Varnashram is that they are trying to find your um, nature where you can able to work without any disturbance or agitation of the mind so that you can focus on Supreme Lord and you are gradually progressing to satisfy Vishnu. So similarly, we have to see that we don't have to compare the austerity of different devotees and we are satisfied in whatever little bit of service we are doing to Krishna and we will be able to serve properly. That's our mood. Then the third point which I was thinking is satisfaction. Doesn't matter whatever you get in this world, you will be dissatisfied. Irina Kashipu is the example. He got everything, he, everyone is under control, still what? He is dissatisfied. The greatest demon is dissatisfied. One may think, oh, demons are dissatisfied. But in the first canto, you see a greater sage also dissatisfied which is Vyasdev. You know, you, you can be a greatest demon or a greatest sage, you will be dissatisfied. Why? Because you have not cultivated properly glorifying the Supreme Lord. Simple. That means working or establishing or doing activities on the platform of the soul. The soul wants to you know, engage here, glorify the Supreme Lord. So dissatisfaction is guaranteed in this world. You will not be satisfied. Doesn't matter whether you conquer the whole world or you are a great demon or a great siege, you are dissatisfied. So how the satisfaction comes? Satisfaction comes when you are engaging in devotional service. Yena Atma Supasidati. Again, Bhagavatam, if you see. That which is satisfying the, the soul is when one engages in devotional service, pure devotional service. So, acting as a servant in the devotional service is the only way you get satisfaction. Otherwise, you are not going to satisfy. You can have everything, uh, the power, the position, uh, wealth, control, what not, everything. But still, a person is lacking satisfaction in heart because he is not addressing who he is actually. So next is power. You know, power is powerful actually. The power has to be used for protection and not for exploitation. Because um, a person with power, 
and without devotion will man handle everyone and uh, um, of course the the nature of the power is to control and there is no enjoyment without control we heard recently also devant maharaj was telling in the boat that there is an element of control in every enjoyment and uh, the power is actually uh, make uh, it is like you know uh, if you see we use power to make someone subordinate so then what so that we can exploit we can control and we can derive pleasure out of that so this is something which we need to understand the the power uh, why why problem it will create problem is we should not offend any living entity doesn't matter whether it's a devotee or not devotee this is again um, one of the regulative principle of 64 items in devotional service Rupa Goswami tells this is a primary thing which you should not do that you should not put any living entity in anxiety or jeeva aparad uh, violence even um, prabhupada explained what is the definition of violence that you are putting a living entity into anxiety that is violence uh, we should not do that why because it creates aparad when you develop aparad when you do aparad you you can clearly see that you will lose taste in bhakti uh, you lose taste in chanting service you can whenever you feel down or when you don't have when you don't enthusiastic to do anything you should understand that somewhere something in down the line i have committed some offense to some living entity so you, you we should work we should be regretful remorseful and seek forgiveness mm-hmm. um this narottam das song that um, if you say often the supreme lord then we got holy name which will actually make us kind of um recover program but if you offend a devotee then there is no recovery program if you offend the supreme lord then at least you can beg forgiveness the lord may be merciful forgiveness even the holy name is merciful forgive but if you offend the devotee then there is no forgiveness the whole point if you see bhagavad gita from a different perspective arjuna doesn't want to fight the nature of a devotee is to forgive he's saying what is this position wealth doesn't matter let them have it i'll become a beggar but the whole point of bhagavad gita is because krishna was not happy why they have offended a devotee who is arjuna and the lord is hell bent that he wants to give back how can you offend my devotee this is the mood of krishna and arjuna is saying okay let us for, let us forgive you know let us give this whole thing i'm 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 going to forest just give the whole thing up let us compromise no krishna said no <laughs> even in fact they offended krishna when krishna went as a peace messenger they tried to arrest krishna krishna never bothered they laughed krishna laughed and then finished but then krishna took it very serious when when the pandavas gone through so much of suffering 
and krishna decided no these guys has to be eradicated so krishna as like a farmer perfect farmer who want to pluck out all the weeds in the field and he has decided no i have decided arjuna whether you doing or not krishna is showing the universal form saying past present and future in future he is showing every one of them all are finished now you do the thing and you take credit see krishna is so <laughs> merciful also he is giving the glorification so why because the simple thing is krishna is not happy that someone offended his devotee and he wants to give a befitting lesson to that person so we don't want to be in that side where we are creating some kind of disturbance or offense to a devotees so that power without devotion leads to man handling worst case make us very insensitive when we are doing and also create division groupism everything comes every other by product manifest just having a power which is not used properly in the service of krishna hmm? so that's how the leader leader means he leads the path of bhakti and one of the classic example from nectar of instruction we can see that that one of the thing which you, we have to do is satovritti that following the footsteps of the great acharyas that we 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 are we are following their whatever activities they have given in the krishna consciousness so proper example right the morning program reading hearing we do that and the leader using the power so that to to protect the people uh, the praja uh, this is again if you see the starting of the fourth chapter uh, krishna says that evam parampara praptam imam rajarishyo vidu that i give this knowledge to the king why uh, because the previous section if you see krishna spoke about lust which is the public enemy number 1 and this leader the knowledge is given so that the the leaders of the society has to protect the citizen from this public number 1 which is lust and that's why krishna is giving this knowledge to rajarishi because the leaders have a responsibility to protect so kshatriya means to protect from hurt what kind of this is not just a physical thing but the very subtle most thing of lust so as a leader we need to protect our dependence from this enemy called lust anger greed and how simple perform bhakti you develop all good qualities and all these things are eradicated so that is how we need to use the power in krishna consciousness otherwise we will be like hiranyakashipu having the power next chapter is what terrorizing the universe and last is that power and position which is nothing but well, the real nature which we read in the purport is envy towards the supreme lord they yeah, um see this creeps and we may not, we may not we may not identify envy as um like uh, out and out in the in the initial stages of bhakti Uh, the manifestation of envy is the final product but then there are subtle which actually uh, sprout in our heart for example this comes like when we see that someone getting recognition 
or someone getting the mercy or someone who is um, in the front line or any, anything it can be. That, that's, um, like if a couple of devotees are there, one is picked up for service, then the other person will, why he? Why not me? Huh? So this mentality of what is projecting that I am better than other person, that is the next stage. That when we see that someone is getting, I am not getting, then what you feel is, why that person is getting? Am I not better than that person? Huh? So then that will creep, that develops a long time. Then we, we want to, some or other, compete with that person. I will show the world who I am. I am better than that guy. So this then turn into jealous. Then comes the envy, then we want to hurt, then we want to put that person down. So all this comes, but then initially we should identify these weeds that we want to, uh, we, we, see, we, we see why that person, why he is getting recognition, why he is getting service, why not me, I am also better, I can also do, give me a chance. Please understand, our acharyas, our uh, philosophy, our siddhanta is servant of the servant of the servant. Right? We are not masters of the master. We are not in that mood. We are servant of the servant. Someone is doing the service, good service. Huh? We are not here to replace that person. And our mood is not that to replace or compete with that person. Our mood is that we assist the greatest person to do the job. He is doing it. We have to assist that person. Our great acharyas are everyone, are manjaris. Right? They are helping the greatest of the great devotees. They are not trying to compete and replace that person. That is not our mood. Our mood is not that, okay, this person is doing, I will also be like that person, I will also, I am also having the qualification. We are not applying for a job, you know, in the market where one job is there and then competing and we have interview. No, this is, this is something different dynamic. Spiritual life is not like this. Please understand. If someone is doing it, we should encourage, we should assist, we should give our energy to that person to support, right? Then that person is doing nicely. Yeah? Otherwise, you know, we will be in a most miserable situation. We are trying to replace every, each one of a person in every service. Yeah? Someone is doing nice, you know. We appreciate, we give our thing, we give our support. And this is how we are servant of the servant. We are working under and we are um, uh, helping. And we are giving our time. And this comes by knowledge, simple. You know, when, we are, when we identify this weed, we should have a proper knowledge of the Shastra. We should have proper knowledge. We should understand the position of us. And we should understand that this mind, you know, mind like makes you hell actually. And we should subdue the mind, give proper knowledge, devotion, and do a menial service. Make humble. If you think you are great, go nothing, no problem, go for book distribution. Simple. Go for book distribution. Or give some, you know, um, serve prasadam. Sunday feast, serve prasadam, clean, divide prasadam. We can find menial service, clean the courtyard, 
But what then we think, you know, some, <laughs> this, this is amazing, the mind, no? Even though you do menial service, at least one person in the congregation should know that you have done that. <laughs> it's like, there also you want to recognition and we want to, you know, like at least one person should know that, you know, I know I will, you know, I don't want to do, but I will do menial service when there is no many people are there. When there are many people seeing. So some or other, this kind of subtle and uh, this thing, we need to pluck it. We should not trim it, we should pluck it. <laughs> so this, this comes when we are really uh, uh, um, hearing proper hearing, proper sadhana. This all will manifest when we understanding our own anarthas. Work on our anarthas, introspect and do something. So that's why, you know, we have to remain and force ourselves, cultivate humble, menial, devotional, loving devotional service. So this is um, uh, envious, we need to eradicate. So we saw the desire, we saw the comparing and doing austerity, satisfaction and dissatisfaction, power, then position, then envious nature of the Lord. So I'll stop here and see if anyone has any correction or a question, comments on what we discussed today. Okay. Yes. You were talking about um, gratitude. How do you cultivate that even? Gratitude. Gratitude. Yes, you were talking about how to cultivate that, how to apply it in there. Because you go through so much, you know, up downs in life and sometimes you forget. So how do you... You can, one way you can cultivate gratitude is comparing your position now before 10 years back. Uh, just rotting in the street. Every jiva was roaming 14 planetary system, isn't it? Brahmanda, Brahmita, Konabai, Jeevan. Yes, like you're going. Imagine our position. Huh? Someone has taken an interest which we don't want. Causeless mercy. By the causeless mercy of a devotee and Krishna that we got this seed. Someone, someone has taken interest and someone has uh, like a voluntarily pushed down our throat, literally. We didn't come for this. I didn't sign up for this. Really. I really didn't come to Australia for this. Right? <laughs> Every one of us. We didn't, we are not Sukhde Goswami, just born and go to, you know, walk naked and towards uh, the Supreme Lord. No. No. We were just rotting. We were rotting. We were like going down, down, down only. But some or other, some people have taken some devotee, some, the mercy of a spiritual master as given to us. So we should appreciate that. We, that's how we develop gratitude. When you compare your position, your, your greatest position. Yesterday I was speaking in a, in a session that one of the things... Um, that devotional service, the purity of devotional service, okay? And one of the point in that is, devotional service is not dependent on one's birth. 
it's independent of one's birth. Now, we might say, okay, fine, this is the point. We have a situation where we know temple where people who are not born in India are not allowed. And I know these are all Vaishnava temples. And I know another temple, one time I went there, I was sitting for prasad with another few brahmacharis. And no one was there in Prasadam Hall. And then one person from the kitchen, he was running and came and shouting on us in a local language. Basically, he's saying, you are not supposed to enter this Prasadam Hall. This is only for Brahmins. You should go somewhere. Right? And uh, when, we, when we look at the history of Vaishnava, Gaudiya Vaishnavism, when they say it's not dependent on birth, but people who come in Nityananda Vamsa, Chaitanya Vamsa, they were claiming this devotional service is a sole rightful property of them. It's called Jati Gosai or Goswami lineage. That this devotional service is only belong to us. No one should practice. Suppose, imagine, if you are chanting and if I'm giving chanting and I ask you a goodwill, copyright issue, and I take it from you. Huh? If you come in the start of the temple, they ask, okay, what uh, caste you are, where you are born, huh? what is your parents, what is your qualification? Can you give your resume? Can you tell about yourself? Can you first you have to apply expression of interest for devotional service? Huh? We will go through your file. Then when you are eligible, we will invite you to chant Hare Krishna. How do you feel? Huh? Suppose when we, when we have, we have this curfew in, uh, in uh, COVID time, huh? that time you understand the value of going out. Huh? So if you understand, if you want to really understand freedom, you should ask the freedom fighters. They know what is the importance of having a freedom. Huh? So we may not, because why I'm saying is Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj who fought fearlessly for this. He was giving to everyone, doesn't matter. Huh? He was giving, uh, you, you, whichever born, you are a Malecha, you are a Chandala, you are a dog eater, no problem. Anda, Pulinda, whatever, you know, Bhagavatam give the list of, you know, Malechas and everything, doesn't matter. Chant, you take Krishna, I will give you. So what happened? The others, they plotted, so in Navati Parikrama, when Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj was going, so they plotted a scheme where they had a, a gang or a mafia gang to kill Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj. And they went to a police station and they gave some 25,000 or 2 lakhs, some money to police officer saying that you just, you know, don't get involved in this, we're going to finish him off. Uh, true story. And then that police officer went to Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj, said, we are bad, we know that we are bad, uh, but this is extreme, so take care of yourself. Not only there, in Vrindavan, everywhere Maharaj go, they shut the temple. You've been to Vrindavan? Imagine you coming to here, Melbourne temple here, and I shut the door, and I check your, uh, you know, community certificate, which caste you are, where you're born, how do you feel? Not only that, they shut the door for every devotee, then they started throwing stones at them. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, I'll, I'll come to that question. I'm just uh, finishing that. So then, the if you see, then that point when you go deep, that bhakti is not dependent on the birth, obviously you feel grateful. Because we think it's granted. Are what, yeah, this is available, today is not there, tomorrow prasadam is there. This life is not there, that's okay. Anyway, holy name is potent. We saw the case of Ajamil. Because slacken, because we think, because it's given in a golden platter for us. Eh? Refined, like someone, you know, give the sugar cane juice, like that. I don't but then, if you have to harvest, if you have to plant sugar cane, if you have to harvest sugar cane, and if you have to crush sugar cane, and then have juice, then you know there's a lot of pain there. Right? So similarly, when it's given like that to us, we think it's granted. It is everywhere available. Everyone is available. No, boss, this is not available. Seventy years back, this was not available. This was only, this was fought for it. Someone has fought for this. Someone has built this. Someone has put a lot of sweat and energy and got this place. Someone has done so much of trouble. Someone has gone to jail for this. So when we read, when we know, then you develop gratefulness because this is not given just like that. This is some, so what, uh, what I should do? Uh, at least I should be grateful. I don't have to replicate this. I cannot do this. But at least grateful, someone has done this. Someone has cooked a feast for me. So at least develop grateful. So when you know this background, then you know. When you compare with the history, you know. When you compare personal history, you know. You have to be grateful. So coming to that, uh, when, when, um, <coughs> when people are having that kind of mentality and kind of sickness, basically they are acting out of ignorance. Yeah? So a foolish person is acting, so for us, for us, whatever, whatever uh, instruction or um, heavy, we should take it for ourselves. We should not project on others. So like for example, you have to be humble. Now we cannot say to that person who is acting foolishly, you should be humble to everyone, you should treat everyone nice. No, this is for us. Okay, any situation, I have to be humble. Okay, thank you. So, so like that, there are people who always you will come across, we, they will try to put you down. Or they will not treat you the way you wanted. But that's a lesson for us that we should not be repeating the same mistake. Or that's a lesson that we should be able to uh, humble ourselves. So, because then, then we'll, we'll avoid so much of uh, after effect or, you know, con if you're fighting, if you, if you fighting with a foolish person, it's not going to go anywhere. We just, uh, um, what do you call, developing anger for ourselves only. <laughs> so, is that okay? Is that where your question is? Can you reframe your question again? Maybe I... kitchen like if you touch something like if they if you touch the water they're drinking then they'll say it's impure like they, they have so much um 
you know, contradiction and they won't accept anything that's given, even if it's prashad, if it's touched, then they'll be like, no, you made it impure, like that very typical mentality and they will dominate a lot as well. So I was just thinking that's why I asked you that. So we have to see that um, um, the certain certain rules and regulation um, followed keeping as a purpose or the intention of why you are following. So for us, following the rules and regulation, our whole thing is that you always remember Krishna, never forget Krishna. Of course, in our preaching movement, we are, you know, there are certain, there are certain institutions where they are very strict and they don't give a, that's why I said, they don't give a chance to everyone to come on board. Then, then they, what happened? Then they have a clear discrimination on the basis of birth or a basis of caste or basis of many things. So that is not there, luckily. So in our, you know, by birth it's not dependent. And then Mahaprabhu is saying that not only you become a devotee, you can become a guru if you, become, if you follow this. Because anyone who knows science of Krishna he can become a guru. So it's like to that to, it's available to everyone, basically. So in that way, we should we should uh, be grateful that we are coming in a proper, I mean, uh, most most merciful, fortunate Gaudiya Vaishnavism, uh, where uh, a jagai madai. What qualification they have, and they become a pure devotee. So. So this thing uh, makes us, uh, uh, what I say, want is like, feel uh, so uh, transparent. That's what I feel. Because suppose there is a place of discrimination, um, the person who is on the top, he get puffed up and proud. But then the person who is at the bottom, he get humiliated or he get, you know, really feel bad. You know, why are you doing this kind of untouchability and things like that. But in our, in our case, every one of a devotee can vouch and as a personal example, we were on that level and we are here. Now we don't want to do the same mistake of looking down someone at that level down. That's what we should not do. Because we were, at one point we were there. And that we should help. So, like Prabhupada, you know, when he went to US, he was sharing a fridge with some Karmi people. He was sharing accommodation with some Karmi people. He never had that feeling that I am, of course he's a great Acharya founder, but then when he's dealing with that kind of people who are rotting literally in the street, he will never had a feeling that I am so great. What Prabhupada did, they, he cooked for them, he fed them, and finally he washed the utensils of them. Now, if you see, that is the example set by our Acharya, then we should be very proud. This is our, this is a glorious master we have, where he personally showed how to treat someone in that level, so much of compassion. So when we have that kind of compassion, then really you want to help that person. Now again, when you make that person to that level, it's up to them whether they want to continue to perform devotional service or go back to that. So we have seen in our movement that many people from that level of lower consciousness, they have made into 
guru, sannyasis, many devotees, great level, they have done great thing, but now again, they didn't continue that process of devotional service. What happened? They went back to that level. So, so then um, we should not repeat the mistake. That's that. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Last question. Um, you mentioned how um, every devotee needs to be uh, independently thoughtful and also at the same time subordinate. Yeah. A, be a subordinate servant. Do you mind just elaborating on that? Maybe giving like a practical example of what that looks like? So basically we want to preach. That's a broader sense. Now you may have a different idea of preaching. Maybe uh, you want to make some cookies and give it to people. You can check with the authority. If they say, okay, do it. You can, you can exercise, you know, there's a hundred ways of, you know, you can do preaching or prasad distribution or book distribution. Right now, you know, the initial days, they were doing book distribution in a certain way. Now, we have different forum of doing book distribution, right? Someone in the, down the line, someone has started that. Now they're doing hotel or they're doing in the streets, then they're doing in the, um, uh, we have a book table. Uh, so similarly, uh, when we have certain kind of thoughtfulness of independent, you know, it has to be under the big umbrella. We are not uh, going, uh, we, basically we are not diversing completely. So that should be avoided. So that's why it has to be within the big umbrella of ISKCON and then we are uh, producing this independent uh, way of doing, you know. Because uh, if you act totally, then you are going against the authority, right? And then if you are doing, yes sir, yes sir, that is a sheep mentality. So, submissive serving and inquiry is also given, right? You are submissive, serving, but then you are in inquiry, right? If suppose some, like, spiritual master saying, you, can, you have to do that, yes, I will do that. Then you have to ask, right, spiritual master, can I do like this? Can I, can we explore like that? It's nothing wrong. That's your independence of asking question and getting clarification and, you know, clearing all the doubts. But then that's done in a submissive way, not in an argumentative way or not in a challenging way. Right? So that comes under the bigger umbrella. But then your thought is put in that to make sure the service is done properly. So, so like, so similarly, every service you can see, whatever service you are doing, they give you the portfolio, right? Um, opportunity is there, plenty. So that's why Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada said, the, the, one of the main reason of creating so many projects is that to engage everyone in Krishna's service. <laughs> Not everyone is able to chant all day, you know, and think about Krishna. No, massive, no. So then we have to create project. So then that has to be in line with the Acharyas. We cannot have radical, like someone, Prabhupada, like Prabhupada will go to pub and distribute. Prabhupada said, make sure you come back. <laughs> like, some, you know, some things when devotees clarified. Uh, so, so many things, you know, I don't, uh, they have started a political party also. I remember then um, we did that. We hear also 
they were selling so many articles, painting, incense, stickers, so many things, right? But it has to be on the either one's guru or the parallel authority of temple president, GBC, whoever is engaging. So we check with them. So we have our portfolio, like, you know, to work out. But then within that, we can inquire and make sure, okay, fine, then do it. Yeah. You want to add something? Do you want to add something? Question? Okay. Last question. Last. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned, so this verse says about, and you mentioned about how even if we get the best of the things in this world, we will still not be satisfied. Yeah. And uh, we see the example of Hiranyakashipu that he's getting the best of everything and he's still not satisfied. Yeah. Um, but for us, we may think that, maybe not even that much, but even, even a fraction of that, if we get, then we will do it differently, you know. So, <laughs> maybe he was not happy, but I will be happy with getting yeah. that or, or even a little <laughs> bit of that. So, how do we deal with that? Krishna will give, fulfill your desire. By the way, you need to be cautiously desiring. <laughs> because um, whatever, you know, because we have to carry the desire and then we chant and then <laughs> Krishna will manifest that, you know. But um, Krishna also knows that certain devotee gets something and they use in Krishna's service, Krishna give more. Right? And then we desire, Krishna is not giving, we should understand that it may not help us in Krishna consciousness. <laughs> Simple as that. Then we should be satisfied with what you have. Nothing wrong in desire, but then if you're not getting, then don't have um, anxiety. Move on. Maybe Krishna have a better plan. And uh, also, it is um, in the when we when we 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 do get things in the uh, what do you call process of bhakti, right? Uh, but it, it is difficult also sometimes. You know, we are employing or engaging everything in the service of Krishna. We talk about that, but it's a challenging actually, uh, because. Uh, uh, you are dealing with material things, you know, material and um, contaminations happen. So better be careful and cautious of what we desire. And if we get, if we use in Krishna's service, well and good, Krishna can give more. If not, then we should have a thing, okay, this is not helping me to be Krishna conscious. And uh, obviously, if you're not getting, then be happy. Maybe not this lifetime. <laughs> That's it. Maybe next life, Krishna will give. Krishna says, right? Next life, you will take birth in an aristocratic family <laughs> or a big, <laughs> what is well, well, well settled family. <laughs> you will have everything. <laughs> and Problem, you may not have bhakti. <laughs> so, okay. We'll stop here. Gandhra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shila Prabhupada ki jai.